Hey there. Hey. <laughs> I had this issue yesterday. I don't know what was going on. I don't know. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> like, okay. I uploaded the updated version of the app, so technology, I guess. I guess. <laughs> you been all right? I'm all good. Okay. I'm going to play the intro, then we're going to get to the show. Okay. Awesome. All right. Welcome to another episode of Middle Ground with J.O. Lee. That's the theme song. Detroit Love off my first album, The J.O. Lee Experience. Got a great guest for you. When I went to the book signing, I met this awesome person, local author, Kia Simone. Welcome to the show. Welcome. Thanks for welcoming me. That was I love the music. Oh, yeah. That's a dope song. I made yeah. a video for it. <laughs> okay. So tell the people a little bit about yourself. So I am um uh, from Detroit, Michigan. I'm an author. Um I love to write. I'm always writing something. Um however, because I'm good with verbal communication, I mean sorry, written communication, I'm working on verbal communi- communication. So I'm doing a little YouTube. I'm doing what you're doing, but I'm just doing it actually on in the YouTube world. Okay. Yeah, I got to figure that out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what led you on the path to become an author? So what led me on the path to become an author? So I always wanted to be an author or write or do something in the journalism world. Um, however, I didn't think it was possible because I didn't know any authors. Um mm-hmm. I didn't know anyone or I didn't even know how you would get the process completed. Um, so, you know, you, I gave up on my dreams. And then when I went through a traumatic period of my life, I just decided to just go ahead and just start pinning everything down. And then I still didn't know an editor and the publishers. I didn't know anything about the process, but I started. Um, and at that point, you know, I just took a But yeah, I, I think I've always wanted to be an author. Okay. And what led you to write your book? Ooh, good question. Take your time. <laughs> so, what led me to write my book? Um, so the name of my book is From Pain to Love. So it was one of those periods of my life that was probably one of the darkest periods of my life. So with that being said, you know, it's it's an very good feeling. It's therapeutic when you release things. Um, so I don't know. I like to journal also, and I don't know if you like to journal, but um, journaling is therapeutic. So when I was writing down everything that was happening during that time, I just turned it into a novel. So although it's not um, it's fiction, it's still loosely based on real life events, so you can relate to it. But that's what led me to this story, because I was going through it. <laughs> what were <laughs> like, you going through? You don't mind me asking. Um, what was I going through? Mm-hmm. You don't mind sharing. <laughs> because the book tells it all <laughs> so I was going through a breakup you know you think that when you get married that it's gonna last and even when at points I didn't want it to last but you still never left you know so mm-hmm. when you it's 
find it's at that point where it's at its end. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like, wow. So yeah, that's what really like led me to like that dark place. That I was in that dark place. Um, so yeah, that's what led to the story that just going through um a major loss and just not knowing what to do at that point. So I what just got, what got you through it? God. <laughs> Nothing awesome. but God. So the writing was therapeutic, but it when you go through stuff, your prayers change. Because you're praying in the midnight hours. <laughs> you praying at, on the job. You laugh, but you know I'm hey, telling hey, that, you. Speaking them the them prayers right be different, okay? Yeah, they, they do get hit different. <laughs> they hit different, okay? Yeah, you need that help so, all the time. Yes, so I remember um, this, this song by Shakina Glory, and it just said, yes. And one of my friends, he's a pastor, and he said, have you ever really listened to the word? And one day I just really let the word just resonate with my within my soul. And that's when it was like, if you really knew what I wanted, would you say yes? And I'm laying in my bedroom for crying, tears, hitting the carpet. So, yeah, those, yeah, God, it was God, nothing but the grace of God. Yeah, I like her Jesus songs real cool. Yes. I like a lot of their stuff. Yeah, I ain't missed. I know I heard that on the Praise Station. Okay. But I probably had to check out the album. Check out the place also. The place is another one. The place was that. Oh, that's um, by Shakira Story. Mm-hmm, another okay. song. I to download mm-hmm. all that good music. Check it out. Yeah, those are the ones that hit you like it just hit different when you're going through it. Okay. So what obstacles did you face when you started writing? Um, the obstacles was myself. You know, what if it's not good enough? What if nobody wants to read it? Um, you know, you it's the self-doubt. <laughs> so the self-thought, like I said, it wasn't like you said, people gonna say what they're gonna say, but sometimes we're our biggest, you know. <laughs> That's true. We just are we 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 do it. I can't even put it into words. We we just sometimes are our biggest downfall. So we stop ourselves from getting a lot done or doing a lot or even stepping out because we doubt. Yeah. I mean, the, the Bible say Tom breathes life and death. And I know a word of faith, Bishop Brother did a series where he said it's like a 12-gauge shotgun and we tend to turn it on ourselves by saying negative things about ourselves. Mm-hmm. And you, you see it all the time. Like, I can't do this. I ain't good enough. And that's just tearing yourself down. I didn't realize it. Yes. Making that a reality when it don't have to be. Exactly. So, yeah. So that, like I said, myself, and I still catch myself getting in my way. And so, you know, that's when you have to have that self-talk. Like, you know what? If God with me, if it's, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be, you know. Mm-hmm. So far in life, you know, he's never failed me. So, you know, I was just telling my friend that I said, sometimes we're disappointed because things don't work out the way we think they work out. But if you look back over your history, you will see that he opened other doors. So, you know, I just try to stay out of my way now. But, you know, it still happens. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of stuff you go through, when you start getting more in your purpose, I know I've been having that introspective moments. It was meant for you to go through that to give you the knowledge you use and now. Exactly. You know, it might suck to go through it. 
Yeah, because like even with that, um, you know, it's sad that a, a marriage had to end, but you know that rejection and that embarrassment and all that stuff that went along with it. Mm-hmm. So you know, when I'm doing my stuff, you know, in these YouTube streets, or you're asking people to work with you or do stuff, and people be like, "You don't be bothered." I said, at this point right now, what do I have to lose? You know, when you're in a space where something that meant something to you, you lose. There's not too many other lo- losses that really, you know, bother you like that. You're like, oh, okay. Now, now, what is this YouTube show that you that I've checked out is pretty cool? So, um, how I started off during the pandemic, you know, we, we didn't know. We couldn't leave the house. So, mm-hmm. I was never really, I you know, I would listen to music on YouTube, you know, or whatever. But I really didn't pay attention to, like, YouTube channels, what the content was. So um, during the pandemic, I um, found a young man uh, from the UK. Um, He has a show on YouTube called Little Black Book 91. So although he was reviewing reality TV about relationships, his thought process, it wasn't like, you know, like, you know, that gossip type of stuff. It was the intent behind it or the thought process. And, you know, okay, well, let's just really deep dive into these behaviors. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I get with this this brother. He's, you know, coming from a male perspective, you know, and he some of the stuff I'm getting with. So one night I joined his show and um, you know, I'm like, okay, it's cool over here. So I jumped on a couple more times. And then, you know, I end up I already had a YouTube channel, but I decided at that time to okay, well do a couple of, you know, lives on your channel. Do some stuff on your channel. So okay. now on my channel, although I'm doing kind of like the same thing that he's doing, but I'm doing it from a lady's perspective. So I'm deep diving when you're watching a reality show and you're like, these are real life situations. You know, someone, you know, cheat on their wife or something like that. It's not just about the reality show because I don't watch it for reality. It's the your sister. She was cheated on. OK, well, how did this happen or how did you get to this place? You know, so we just, you know, I just talk about real life. Mm. And in addition to that, I do. um Lately, I've been doing um, book reviews. Um, I'll be doing more book reviews from other authors, but I've been doing dramatic readings. So I do a lot of little stuff on my channel. And, What's the name oh, of I just your did, show on your channel? Uh, my show is just Kia Simone. K-E-A space S-I-M-O-N-E. Okay, and that's the name of the channel too? That's the name of my channel. And so, yeah, I just had a male, cha- a male panel. So the women wanted men. So I invited like seven men on the panel from different walks of life, from, you know, producers to doctors to, you know, a banker, just, you know, different people. And they just basically just answered the questions and they were very transparent. Um, and we learned a lot from the men. <laughs> <laughs> well, they broke we man law and started telling the truth. <laughs> yeah, some stuff we didn't want to hear. I said, y'all need to call them men. Don't call. I've been, I'm still getting phone calls. I was like, oh, wow. no. I said, that's you got a personal problem with that. I didn't say it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you start having those talks about relationship. Some people don't want to hear the truth yet. Yeah, but we can I'm agree to disagree, sorry. but we can also learn from each other. You know, that's the true. truth hurts. But, you know, sometimes you just have to sometimes listen. And, you know, it was good for me being the host because right now I'm not in a relationship and I'm not trying to be in a relationship. So it was my ears were open. And I was able to receive like, OK, you know, I may not agree with you, but you're speaking facts. 
<laughs> that you're back, you know, that, so we might want to, you know, listen okay, a little hey, bit. Did you agree or disagree? <laughs> huh? Well, you know, like how people say, you know, you know, men have little. Yeah, yeah, men are funny. You know, like I know my mom, uh-huh. uh, my stepdad. He doesn't like her to wear certain hairstyles. Okay, but you know, certain. You know, when you get to a certain age, you you know, I heard that you have, um, you know. You had those heat flashes, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. You yes. go through the change of life. So she said she sweats in her hair real bad, but he thinks she's supposed to get up every morning and have a flat, you know, flat hair. And she's like, no, it's not going to happen like that. So, you know, he seems to, that's what he's attracted to. But sometimes you got to listen to what men say they're attracted to. Yeah, and I mean, come from meeting in the middle. Yeah, that's what I said, meeting in the middle. Like how, <laughs> yeah, so he's like, I don't like them braids. I don't like them braids. And she's like, well, baby. <laughs> Oh, but hey, you can't force them to be. I ain't gonna lie, I ain't with all the walking around the crib and do rags and jogging outfits. Now, see what's wrong with the jogging outfits? See, <laughs> I mean, I can see a few days because that's, I mean, I'm a person that when I saw yay and in the Bible, I don't have middle ground. That's why I named the show Middle Ground Jelly. I'm I'm gonna listen to points of views. I can see you find a balance out the week. You get to do you a few days, but a man want to see his beautiful, strong woman walk around looking sexy. That, okay. that's, that's one of the perks of you know getting married, having in the crib. Like, yeah, that's mine right there. It ain't always exactly, you see, but you want to say, "Dang, I got a baddie walking around." I want and I got that the long johns and all that. Like, and I did. Know, I got that. Like that's why I said. Not I was able to take it in. Yeah, I can see, like I said, you know, but sometimes you can make, you can have some sexy, like, jogging pants, you know, you can sex it up a little bit, you know. Yeah, they do got some more feminine stuff, but come on. Yeah. Man. So we're we going to talk real, you know, some females want to be <laughs> chilling. You know, some dudes be chilling. They need to make sure they step it up, too. Yeah, and I, I totally agree. So, yeah, some of the, like, like uh, quite a few of them were a little bit upset, but I was like, you know, <laughs> you can either take it or leave it. But, you know, y'all said y'all wanted to hear from the men, so don't be mad for a whole week because they told you <laughs> what you oh, didn't want to hear. I didn't been in conversations, and, and you just like, hey, you asked a, a decent guy opinion, and that's some of the perks, because let's, let's be real. With, a, with my perspective, and I could be totally wrong, when a man looks at getting married, especially a black man, there's already a stigma that most of us ain't no good. You should have married so-and-so. So they already know coming in, they got to be on point. So some of the perks to getting married is you're going to have a beautiful woman by your side help you build that looks good most of the time. Because sometimes she might not be good or she just be chilling, and that's okay. But not every day you come around like, dang, can I see some... I pay for it to go buy something sexy. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, okay. I know our responsibility to make sure the house keep moving forward. So you ain't telling your mom or whoever that I suck. Because that's the stigma on black men. A lot of us suck. So it ain't like, yeah, I want to be married. Like, you love the Lord, so you definitely want to do it. But I definitely got to make sure we ain't, our bills ain't paid, girl. You know, this, mm. yeah, you should have got me tied around. Guys know that going in. So one perk is they got a baddie walking around the crib. And you start seeing, you know, it start switching up, man, bonnets and this, like, for real? 
<laughs> a few times I blew dog. Dog is like every day. I'm like, have you talked to her? You got to talk to me. I got to communicate. You got to do your part. You can't just walk around, let the Fred Friendstone growl and type deal, but you ain't say nothing to her. And see, I get that because I know some women that during the pandemic, they let themselves go. And I know my aunt, you know, one of my aunts, she like, no, I get dressed for work every day just to go into the other part of the house. But I get dressed because I'm going to give my husband something to look at. And I was like, OK, that's what you actually put on clothes and, you know, get dressed to go into the other part of the house. OK, you know, but again, you, it's compromise. Yeah. And, and there's a perk to that. And then female listening to this, I guess. Little moment of man woman relationship. If he feel he got his strong woman holding him down, he ain't gonna work the extra overtime. He gonna do a little bit more because he want his baby to have. Exactly. But he ain't feeling that motivated. Like man, I'm looking at if I look at this body one more freaking time. <laughs> now yeah. come on now, you, and I gotta go to work deal between boss on some bull and this and that. Man, now listen, great. <laughs> we got the cute bonnets now, okay? So. I think no. that if you, how you what's, said, still we can't. What's a cute bonnet? They got the little bonnet with the little sparkles around the edges, <laughs> and you know the cute little colors to match your PJs. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm gonna take a picture and post it on my IG, and it'll oh, yeah, be okay, like, I gotta see this. Okay. Do I look cute today? Okay. <laughs> I'm so I'm just saying, I think you can still pull off. It's when you start getting that, like I don't care, when you start looking, you know. The old dusty bonnet where you like you washed it twenty <laughs> times and they don't cost that much. And then you know even with the pajamas, you know when you put matching you know pajamas on, you know you could put on cute pajamas and you could put on a cute bonnet. I just think sometimes when people don't care, they just throw on you know you got on one green sock, one red sock, and you know <laughs> the, the sweats don't match the, the shirt, and you look like okay like. <laughs> I get that, but I think you can still be sexy and keep a bonnet on. I think y'all okay. just probably been seeing I'll, people that you know. I keep open mind about that. Yeah, keep an open mind. There, you can bring. Um, I've had on a head wrap the other day, and one of my actual Caucasian friends, she said, "I ordered that." I was like, "Oh, you did? Oh, wow!" And okay. it was so cute. It was a cute nice. little head wrap thingy, and I made it look cute. Like, like. I don't think this will cause a debate, but I'm curious for your perspective. Me and some friends, when I still worked at Wayne State, had hung out, two younger females, and we, a guy she was dating, she didn't hear from. So I gave the scenario, what if he had a hard day, went home, started watching Sports Center, and fell asleep? Oh, no, nah, Jeff. You got email, you got text, you got video chat. Like, maybe his boss will get on his nerves. Nah, I'm I'm over him. Like, you have a rough day sometimes, you know. It happens. Man, you just want to just chill out. They what could not. That? They swear for down. I was full of it. <laughs> and how old? How old was this woman? She was, I think, late twenties, about to be around thirty. Okay. See, different different stages. You change the things that I would do in my twenties and thirties. It's not even an issue now, because like you said, I know, I understand. When we left the book fair, I don't my them books that the all my stuff stayed in that car. I just actually took it out <laughs> yesterday. Okay, so yeah, you had a lot of stuff. Yeah. So with that being said, I have a regular job, the job that pays the bill. I'm doing YouTube. I'm working on a new book. So I'm doing other stuff, for other people and stuff, whatever. Um. So 
if I fall asleep, I fell asleep. I could be sitting somewhere and be like, ooh. Uh, you too? Sorry. <laughs> yes. So when you get older, you realize that a lot of goes on. You're not, you know, it, it, the stuff that used to bother you don't bother you no more. So yeah, 20, that's why I asked what age. Um, when we get to a certain age, now if you're 45, 50, you know, your 40s still, you know, not understanding that people have, you know, busy lives, then uh, I don't yeah. know. So I don't want the women calling the, the whatever they uh, respond to your uh, pod like, who is Kia? She's talking about we should be this. No, I'm just saying at 40 something, the things that used to matter don't matter to me no more. Yeah, I mean, both sides got to be understanding. And I honestly be like, okay, you didn't call. My friend, he just called and was like, I apologize, I didn't respond. I was like, sir, I didn't even realize you didn't call back. (laughs) (laughs) Not that serious. (laughs) Yes, I'm going to start doing a a weekend show about these type of topics. And I'm going to have to get you on there. Yes, I I be chopping it up. The ladies on my panel, they was like, well, why are you agreeing with the men? Because they what they said makes sense. Y'all just in denial because you probably in that relationship now. <laughs> you don't want to admit you doing shenanigans. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know when I was going to get my degree at one, it was to be in a county lab. Man, those are some of the greatest conversations because some people never heard real honesty. Like, it was one girl there complaining that she got to go get all dressed up for this dude and this and that when he's working on a project. And no, I tried to mind my manners and be quiet. Like, that ain't my business. But after a while, she just kept going. I'm like, okay, I have a question. You've been saying for this semester you would like to meet a nice guy to take you out. But what you saying, you met one. And you wanted to go, we in the grind getting these projects done, and you ain't about to go transform the cute. Is it okay if you do the same? Oh, no. Like, so you need to go transform there, right? But Jeff, like, no, nah, because I'm guaranteeing you, if you go looking the way you look, he's going to say, okay. But see, you got as me. women or whoever, men, we can't say, do, you know, you expect one thing from someone, but you're not willing to do the same. So again, you just can't do that. And, you know, um, you realize you know, but I. There's so many people on that, both sides. But see, that's why I said I'm. I when people like you're not dating, I'm like, no, I'm waiting for my Boaz or whatever. But again, you know, the people think that they can, you know, get something without giving something. So again, I'm like, when you know, God prepares me, I'll be ready. But you know, you have to be that person that's open. You can't just sit there and expect to receive, and you're not giving anything. And it's not always money. You know, people like, oh well, no, 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 no. It's other things that you are giving to the relationship. Um, so whether it's your time, it's a lot of oh, things yeah. that women we're given other than, you know, they always, we, so a lot of women always think it's financial. It's not. No, time is currency for a man. Cause if his money ain't truly right, he ain't really happy. <laughs> I mean, he won't well, daddy know he got all the bills paid. He got a little bit left and saving and now I can play. Exactly. So, you know, if I'm making your life easier, I'm not trying to argue with you every day because that's stressful. If I'm, you know, you my man and we arguing, I got to, you know, you stress about me. How are you going to be out there and the best who you are in this world? So I need you to be the best. Okay. So yes. how behind Absolutely. closed doors, I can make your life easier. And, you know, I expect the same, you know, so. Yeah. We just have to learn how to home. give. 
Okay. And from stories I've heard, they come home and man, you get home at five thirty. You at it's five forty five. What took you so long? Like I just took a drag because I didn't want to hear it. A guy want to come home to like he's a walk, conquering hero type deal. You know, I missed you. How you doing? Go sit down for a minute, relax. Tell me a day. Not that. But see, with women, we have to learn that it's okay to have that down season. A lot of times, and except for men too, but I'm talking for women because I am a woman. You know, we need to take that, you know, that single period. And, you know, even if your people around you be like, well, how long are you going to be single? But don't, you you know, don't worry about oh, what I'm yeah, over here doing. And you have to enjoy your single period. Um, And then when you get into that relationship, you'll be better. But then also when you get into those relationships, you have to surround yourself with sometimes different people because when you have those negative people around you that's always talking, they'll talk you right on out that new relationship because they, t- well, oh, he do what? Like you said um, earlier, when you was like, you know, coming into the relationship, the black man has a lot of things against him and he's like, oh, okay. But, you know, you just change your circle because everybody's not meant to be in your circle because, again, they will talk, again, talk you out that relationship. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I have seen that happen like, don't listen to that. You sound like you got a good dude. You better treat him right. Couldn't be me. Uh-huh. Could okay. Mm-hmm. What and you over there play snatches? Up or that friend play snatches. <laughs> yeah, it has happened to me before. So hey. Oh no. <laughs> that ain't right. Yeah, but see, that's a blessing though. You know, at the time I was like in my feelings, like, oh, you know. But at the at the end, it was like, okay, that just showed his true character. You're like, okay. True. Because I wasn't even so much mad at her. It was like, you. You, sir? Yeah. That, that's, that's oh, okay. Game. You got to deal with your mate. And Other then... just presents the option. They exactly. No. Exactly. Right. So, you go ahead and deal with that. And, you know, I'm going to go ahead and, you know, mind my business over here. <laughs> I know your show got a nice following. So I'm still working on building, but it's going to get there. I know it's going to get there. Nice. I, I have like, you know, good content. You know, I'm very careful. We were just talking about that. Like sometimes people, let me just tell you about me. Go ahead. Speak I don't mind. do anything for monetary. I don't do anything for likes. I don't do anything for shares. You know, I do everything from the heart because. I am a woman's woman. So any woman that's watching this, you know, they're like, oh, Kia, she be talking against women. No, no, no. I'm for the woman. So I am an advocate for women that have been abused, women that have been through things, women that just go through it. So I have a soft spot. So with that being said, I'm very careful with my content of who I invite on my show. So, you know, a lot of people be like, oh, well, you know, go ahead. You know, people be wanting ratings or want, you know, oh, subs, yeah. and then they'll you know, jump on panels or partner with other people. And I'm like, that's not a good look. But, you know, hey, I'm going to mind my business. So with that being said, I know God, I always wait for God to take me to where he wants to go. I, when I wrote my book, I said, this book is for someone. This is going to save somebody from feeling like she's alone because it talks about abuse, emotional, physical. Um, it talks about being rejected by your parents, being rejected by everyone that you know, you know, that's around you. And then you keep going into these things where just everything just keep coming against you and you don't know what to do. So when I say I'm that person that don't really care about likes or subscribe, you know, I be, I'm building, but I don't lose any sleep. Yeah, so you gotta at the end, yeah, so at the end of the day, I'm like, when God is ready for me to move to the next stage, he will. But 
with that being said, I've had a good um I've been having good relationships with getting people on my shows. You know, people are, you know, real open and I know that's nothing but God. You know, so somebody another YouTuber called me and was like, Well, how are you getting these people? And I'm like, I'm just <laughs> kids. <laughs> fair, <and> fair. <laughs> just kids. You know, uh-huh. but that's that being that genuine when you're like, okay, I'm not trying to get nothing from you. I'm just in this to walk into my purpose at the end of the day because I'm very, like I said, blessed in a good place. Yeah, I'm amazed by the love I've been getting off LinkedIn really? with people I connected with. Like, exactly. You know, when you I, got that good spirit, people just link to you and it's just like, okay. Yeah, because I try not to laugh when they send me messages like, like, who is this guy? What do you mean you want to interview me? Is it is it stranger danger or not? But I tell, I tell people all the time, people sometimes, and that's why he said those people. You you know, I, you you just have to learn who you know. When I said earlier, when being separated in a, from your your spouse, you know, and that thing ending again, my outlook on life changes changed. So with that being said, there are some people that won't jump on your show because they'll go check your following first. And like I said, I look at other people's stuff, but I look at your content, not how many followers you have. But some people only want to go on the show like, oh, well, you got to have 50,000 followers or more. Well, you got to do this or whatever. But they miss out on opportunities with someone that has good content or is coming from a good place. So with that being said, you know, people just have to learn how to... (laughs) Stop trying to jump on stuff just because you want to jump on somebody's coattail. That's pretty much what I'm saying. You know, Okay. if somebody asks me, I'm like, okay, you, I was sending it to you. You seem like good people. I didn't say how many people you got on your your channel. I don't still don't know. I don't care. You asked me to do it. We all work, you know, we all building with each other. So that's just how I look at it. People need to start trying to help people. How do you expect for that person to get to where they need to go if you won't help? Man, I so, got to I'm real pissed. <laughs> Because I did a pie yesterday, I was doing it on Friday. I did about the book fair, and that energy and positive vibe was amazing. Mm, yes, I ain't seen nothing like that before. That was pretty cool. Yeah, because you know, people, I'm like, no, like even one of the guys at the book fair, you know, he was over there and he did something. I looked at his IG. I was like, oh, if you fix this over here, this right here, links this, this do this. Well, he like, oh, okay, look like why are you helping me? Cause this all love. What There's am I losing? No, no what, what, what am I losing? Nothing. At the end of the day, no. You help out each other. So, like I said, I surround myself with good people. And like I said, if you want to rock with me, you rock with me. If you don't, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I took a lot of pages. You like, she, oh, this ain't even have your table because she ready. <laughs> <laughs> I know people and looked at me laugh like this. Blessings are he knew. <laughs> It don't matter, but you, you 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 take you learn and you take from yes. like I said, like the guy from Little Black Book. I watched him and I'll be like, okay, his thumbnails on his YouTube be you know off the hook. They clean. Let me make my stuff clean because you know, okay, that right there look a little chaotic. Why would I want to watch that? You know, you just take from people. Mm-hmm. You know, like you you put yes, the right people it. in your circle and then you you know you pick up stuff. Hey, hey, you ever want me on your show? I'm down. Okay, listen, when I be calling you about the mail perspective, you're going to hey, be like, okay. Hey, throw that signal, I'm coming through. Okay, well, listen, I'm telling you, I'll be like, send you the link, like, come on, come through, come through. We got we to work together. Exactly, that's I what we got to do. Big table, everybody breaking bread at, not just you. 
But again, right. but see, people get so caught up on, I think, the money and fame, and you lose your passion for it, and then, you know, that's what gets why you're frustrated. You know, I, I know a lot of people that are frustrated, even with the book sales, like, oh, oh, how many books do I sell? Listen, at the end of the day, I don't care because I got my hands on so much stuff. Man, I was impressed that someone wanted to buy my book. I ain't gonna hold you up. Now, see, they, we like just talked about like, not, and they, they nah. were a geek when I signed it. I'm like, wow, they actually care about me signing it. Like, this is pretty see? cool. That's what's up. So, yeah, so I just believe, like I said, when anyone listening, walk in your passion. And sometimes, if you, you know, have to take away the monetary or the fame, and if you just focus on what your true love is, it'll all come. It might not come when you want it, but it'll come right on time. You know, that old church hymn. May not come when you want it, <laughs> but it's right. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm dating myself now. They ain't probably saying that in a long time. <laughs> but sometimes you ain't mature enough yet for when God says your time. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So did, you remember when I said about the dating, the whole thing, when people want to you know, throw you off in something, and you'd be like, I'm not listening to y'all. I know what, you know, what me and God, I'm like I said, the prayer will be changing. Like I said, I feel, I, I'm guilty. That you know, I don't be praying face down with tears on the ground, but you still gotta be, you know. I said when you in the midnight hours, to be a different kind of prayer. But I still, you know, be like pray all day, watch the day, like Lord, what is this? I listen before I move, you know, whatever. And again, He knows when you're ready, and He He remembers those prayers too. Because sometimes you'll be like, yeah. well, I have to settle for this. As you know, when you read the Bible, there were several people in the Bible that was like, well, how about if we go back to this? Or how about this? Because you get impatient. And he like, no, no, no. Just be, be cool. So with that being said, we just got to learn how to be patient and know sometimes it's not our time. You know, maybe you don't know how to handle money at this time. Maybe because if you barely handle your house note and your car note, how are you about to handle millions? <laughs> Man, you preach, preach. You don't even know an accountant. Like, what? Like, he like, what? <laughs> Then you're you gonna be somewhere going crazy. Yet. You yes, you gotta get yourself set up. And I tell people you always prepare. Whatever you praying for, you prepare for those things. Like it or you take care of what God has you. Like, for example, my house. Mm-hmm. I hated my house. I was like, how did I end up here? Lord, how did I end up here? After the, you know, the separation <laughs> thing. You know how you just be it's just a blur. Then uh-huh. you just wake up one day in the middle of the house, like, okay. So I had a fixer upper. So I'm sitting there looking like I don't know who about to fix this. Cause I don't even know how to listen. <laughs> I don't know how to look. I don't even listen. Oh, I don't even know how to like you know put a nail in the stud. Okay. Okay. So I'm sitting there looking at the house like, <laughs> like Lord, what? So when I sat back, I was like, you know what, Lord, I'm gonna make do with what I have. So basically, I got the little house together. People were like, oh, your house is so nice. Your house is so nice. But I took care of what God had. Like Lord, let me let you know I appreciate what what I have right now because it could be worse. So let me appreciate this. So when he blessed oh, me man. with something else, he know that I took care of the small things. Even though I didn't like appreciate, like look at it first, like, okay, I don't know what this is. If I would have had pictures, y'all would have been looking like, oh, I see why she was in there, like looking like, huh? Hey, man, you you speaking some real knowledge because it's somebody far worse right now during this pandemic. Exactly. So you got to take else. care of no matter what you have at that time, you take care of it. You prepare yourself for, you know, that next step that next so now when i move into my next house i could be like oh okay i know how to do this or i know you know this is what this is this and this is that okay you ready 
He like, she done managed this house pretty good for this time. Or during this season, yes. So people got to learn how to take care of what they have and don't be worried about what other people have. You Man, you, man, you give us some knowledge. I know for me, when my godfather passed, my godmother gave him her home. It was right down the street from the house I grew up in. So I'm like, I got to pay that for it. So I got to grind to get my company going so I can bless someone or multiple peoples with a house and everything in it. Because mm-hmm. I heard those pastors talk about the type of blessing. Like, I don't believe that. They just talk about it. And I experienced like, oh, I, I underestimated them. They tell the truth. I got to pay. See, I got to, I got to pass it on to somebody. But see, when you, that's what I said, when people, people got to learn, like I said, you, we think that we're in control of this and we're not. And when you leave it in God's hands, he will show up and turn out. And I tell people all the time, I'll be like, I know. It's nothing but the grace of God. Like, even with this situation, like I had people come in here and do stuff for me just because. Not like, I, oh, I want to get with her or such or mm-hmm. whatever. So I know that God sent these people. He sent these people. Like, okay, I don't know what this is. Like, I, I didn't even know what a panel box was. Like, what was he thinking? <laughs> I was like, what? What do you mean? You laughing. Like, literally, I'm, I'm because I've always been in a relationship. So it's like, okay, don't laugh. You know, we have, listen, I was that woman that, okay, you figure it out. You know, I, those are things that I didn't have to worry about. But when I moved by myself, I was like, hmm. It's all on you. It's all on me. But it's God had my back. <laughs> yeah, so thank you. <laughs> so at the end of the day, people have to just learn to like, just be patient and God will take care of you. Like, you know, the things that you may think you want because others are trying to talk you into it, you have to ask God what is for you. Because even just like, people always trying to talk me into stuff. And I'm like, you are not about to get me into some mess. God didn't tell me to go there. If God didn't tell me to do that, then I'm going to be crying asking him how to get me out of it. Mm-mm. Yeah, you, you use wisdom. That's good. Cause some people, no, cause people do. They be like, why you don't want to do this? Because uh, I didn't, first of all, I didn't pray about it first, but yeah, that's the first thing that's good for me. Gotta ask God about it first. Yes, yes, indeed. If it's where you need to be, it's gonna it's gonna be rolled out for you. Yeah, so mm, yeah. So that's just my process. Like, you know, like who is Kia Simone? Look, Kia Simone is passionate about women, especially like women that um are like you said, they go through the stuff like you said with you know, I, in my book I talk about like those family secrets, you know, um getting past that stigma where we feel like that we can't talk about things. That's how we end up in those bad situations. So, you know, that's yeah. basically my my passion and that's what I do. Now, <laughs> have you had a woman come up to you that read your book and said it helped her? Yes, absolutely. How was that? So like? I was at another book signing. Okay. And um I someone else purchased the book for the young lady. So um she thought that I was you know, these masks, you can't tell if someone's a standoffish person or not. True. So she was like, I she's kept looking at me. I could see her looking, but I didn't know who she was. Mm-hmm. So she finally um, got an opportunity to say something to me. She was like, I didn't know if you were, you know, going to be open, this and that or whatever. She was like, the story touched my heart because it, it, it talked about a mother-daughter relationship. So that was the part that touched her. She okay. was like, you know, because a lot of times, you know, mother and daughter relationships are a lot of times strained. Um, 
especially like if that mother is broken and she didn't get healed and you know it's like a almost like a competition thing it's just it's just a strain so with that being said she was like oh my gosh that touched me that touched me that touched me and then we went into it and she was telling me she was naming characters off and i was like girl i don't forget some of them characters (laughs) (laughs) and it was awesome so yeah i like i said i had another one that um actually a couple of them that have reached out to me online you know because on my book you know it has my social media information i had a couple that reached out and told me how much and then i had another one because again from pain to love talks about um rejection from the mama and the daddy it talks about relationship issues where the girl was um abused by her uh her me the couple of the men and it's a whole lot of stuff that was going on in that book i mean when i tell you that book is action-packed 320 pages it got like all kind of like scenarios in there that we all go through so the lady was going through um, abuse on um in her real life mm-hmm. and so she reached out to me on ig and we you know went back and forth you know for a couple of days and i was like you gotta you know take care of yourself and that was those are the, those that's what i do this for not like i said for you to see me on ig with you know to make myself feel good no yeah that, that's pretty awesome. So yeah, that was those were the best moments when you really touched someone. And another thing when you said about the book signing, how you felt good. Another one is when you just randomly scrolling on IG and you see someone, you know, sharing what the book meant to you. You'd be like, Why you didn't tag me? I just randomly seen this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's so nice. those are awesome feelings too, just to know that people are actually, you know into you know your passion or feeling you know that what you did was worthwhile yeah i follow a few of them from the from the book signing on instagram they've been doing that's a lot what, of great stuff see that's what i'm saying whole another community every time you do an event like that you know if you the networking part is almost like more powerful than how many books you sell almost because like we it's like another, like a whole nother community and a whole nother new family. You know, Man, I just love just the talking, network. I did not know that <laughs> down like that. Yeah, so I just love that part. Like I said, I love the, you know, the part like helping people, but the networking with people too is just like the just to see the awesomeness of people that just come together. And I hate when people say black people don't sit together. Those it's some that they do got that hater in them, and you know, yeah. um, but. When you find the ones that are genuine, that are good, yeah, it was those the ones you. That's the ones you just stick with. You're like, I'm right. We gonna ride to the wheels fall off. Yeah, because man, it was. I got some great insight on what to do going forward from some authors. See, that's that's awesome. I mean, in fact, everybody created something from nothing just within itself is amazing. Yep, we live and learn. Like I said, you know you. You take like I said techniques and you know you see some stuff and you it's just it's just a beautiful thing I love the author uh, world it's an awesome little little world yeah, man I'm like wow I didn't I didn't understand but because it's the creativity thing. you know when you read how someone convey a story like oh I'm loving it yeah your book sound like it should be a play or a movie or something. So, you know, we you, you did tell me that. So I'm like, okay, God, you keep telling me that because I keep hearing. I've seen a couple of my reviews that have said that. Um, I've heard it multiple times. But, yes, it's because I basically got naked in this book, okay? 
like some stuff I didn't want to write about. Like um, one of the uh, at the beginning of the book, she you find out she has HIV, and I was like, I don't want nobody thinking I got HIV because then that's what's a whole another, huh? Yeah, what's in the book? That thing is you. Yeah, but it, it's not that I'm saying that if anybody's watching it, I have a problem with people with HIV because that's not the case. But it's when people always want to find out about your life. People know, okay. And that's a whole other thing. People were so quick to judge and be like, I knew her life wasn't perfect. I knew. And so that was one of the hardest things for me, Jeff, was Mm -hmm. with, you know, like, okay, now these people going to be, they already been walking around trying to watch me and trying to figure out what I'm doing. Now when I drop this book, this part, they're going to be looking side-eyed. Some people just buy the book just to be nosy. So I was like, I don't know how this HIV thing gonna come, but we need to talk about it. And as I played with it for a while, I was like, you know what? It's gonna be there. Lord, it is what it is. Hey, in my book, I talked about, I contemplated suicide in high school. I'm like, I've talked about it in my first album, but man, anybody listen to a song that long, but a book is forever. And I'm like, I ain't about to release this. Not just yet. I should have been released my book, but God got on my head mid-September, you better release the book. See, so that's what I said when you have to listen. Like, they gonna read that and know. Exactly, like, but wow, then so the girl in the book. Right now. Wait a minute. Look, wait, and see, she talked about that too. She was talking about them pills. She had some pills in her hand. Hand was like, baby, I'm about to let, I'm tired of this. But so many people, so that's why I said, when you write your story, you letting people know that they're not alone. So that's why it was meant to be because, again, when we have so much stuff out here, God knows who needs your story or who can relate to your story. Yeah, that's true. And you just have to be, you know, Gotta be <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I'm, like, listen. Oh, wow, I ain't gonna I'm like, uh, uh-uh, I, I ain't hitting sin. Nope. Mm-mm. But how is so many people out there that have already that, you know, you know, been on the verge of ending it. So, you know, but again, people don't talk about it. Like when I talk about the abuse, the um physical abuse, emotional abuse. Nobody wants to talk about that because they're embarrassed. And they're like, oh, well, I don't want to tell, I don't want to seem weak. And they'll just keep going through the stuff because they don't want to go and ask for help because they don't want to seem weak. Yeah. Yeah. And God did say, like, look, your life going to be a, a example for your inspirational mm-hmm. books. So just, just to make, make peace with it now, for these inspirational books, you're going to talk about you as a reference point. Other uh, stuff you like to do, you can write about fantasy, good versus evil, whatever. But you're going to put you in those. I'm like, but that wasn't my plan. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't want to put me out there like that. Well, you got to be obedient. And it's better to be obedient. Absolutely. The door's been open and people you meet like you, good people. Exactly. You know, and then, you know, and people can tell when it's authentic. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I I don't know, like I said, what God has for me next. Like, honestly, because I am not, I I was a quiet kid, okay? I promise you, I told people I was an introvert. And they don't believe that I'm an introvert because God is bringing something new out in me. So I was just like, I like to write. I want to be in the corner, mind my business. But when this passion thing came out, when I came and was able to see the other side, and like I said, that real, that, even like the abuse, hmm. when you realize 
when you call it for what it is, you know, we downplay abuse. And that's what I did when I was in the midst of it. Like, well, he only choked me one time. Oh, he only choked me two. You know, like, it was just oh, like, yeah. oh, well, it didn't happen often. And then when you had to, I had to really call that thing what it was, like, okay, this is a thing. Yeah. It, it is this. And so when I finally called it what it was, you know, when I talked to women, I'm like, listen, don't feel sorry for me because I got over that. I'm talking to that woman that's in it right now, or I'm talking to you. So anyone that's listening to this right now, you know, I hate when women say this. If you're that woman out there that's saying, couldn't be me, couldn't be me, you're being judgmental because you're that person. Now they feel like they can't come to you because they're going to feel like they're being judged. Like they is, is they feel attacked. So Mm -hmm. it might not be, it might not be you, but please understand that your sister, your cousin, your niece, or somebody might be going through that thing, but because you're making it feel like making them feel like that they're going to be judged if they tell you, they may stay in that thing a little longer. So I'm just saying, people just need to be conscious of what they're saying because you never know what people are going through. Because years, people didn't know what was going on. Yeah, you got to show love. Exactly. It's going to be tough to talk about, and it need to be no judgment. Let's get exactly. you some help. That no, no. Get, you, so out of it, get you some help. Yes. Because <laughs> you didn't go into it thinking it was going to be that, and the devil crept up in there somehow. Like, baby, let me tell you, like, my mom would be the main one. Oh, I, I wouldn't put up with that. And I, you know, you know, you could be watching a movie, anything can happen, or you see somebody mm-hmm. else going through it. Oh, she dumb. She dumb. Couldn't be me. I, uh, I ain't putting up with all that. Again, you don't know. How abuse happens, it doesn't happen like the first time. It catches you off guard. You know, it'd be something, you know, it leads up to it where, you know, it's been happening, but because if you're not aware of how it leads up to, or you're, I was mm-hmm. sheltered. And then when it happened, I'm like, oh, what the heck? What just happened? And then you're in, now you're in this full thing. So I just tell people, whoever's watching, just be conscious of what the words you choose. It may not be you. You may not like the situation, or you don't understand, or why don't she just leave? It's There's awesome. a lot of reasons why women don't leave. It's a lot of stuff to be going on because a lot of times abusers will they're controlling, so they may be you know controlling the finances. It's a lot of stuff that goes on that that you may not know of, and she just you know she stuck. So just keep that in mind, ladies, if you're watching this and you know that you have said it, you may have not meant any harm, but you could be the person that can help with someone, but you're not that person because they don't feel safe with you. Now, I was asked the final question. What advice do you have for someone trying to find their purpose or failed and trying to start again? I'm going to tell you what it is. Find your purpose. You got to um, take that to God, to Jesus. You know, you can't, when you're trying to find your purposes, a lot of times people want to do what's in. So you got to go find what God has for you. You may want to do something, but that may not be your purpose. And that's why you keep feeling at all these different things. Because you want to go one day, you want to be a painter. They say you want to go do this, and now you want to do that. Um, You have to just find out what God has for you. And you keep praying about it. You keep, you know, it's you, when you have a relationship with God, you'll feel a peace. When you be feeling unease, you'll be like, okay, this ain't, mm, something ain't right. So you have to learn how to know when you're hearing from God and you're hearing from something else, which, you know, is not of God. Um, so, yeah, you have to just, that's what I do. To, you find my, you know, purpose or whatever. 
when I said earlier that God has more for me, you don't know when he puts you in rooms or what, what he's doing, but you just have to be just ready when it's that time. So that's how I found my purpose because, and I'm not, I don't think I found my complete purpose. I think I, he has a lot of stuff for me, but um, right now my purpose is to help women. So yeah, you just have to listen to God. And don't, you know, again, don't get stuck up on that, the temporary things of this world, like money and fame and stuff like that. That's awesome. Now, let them know how they can get in contact and link up with you on your social medias. Okay, so I prefer um, IG, um, okay. but IG is <clears throat> author, period, Kia, K-E-A, period, S-I-M-O-N-E. So that's author, period, Kia, period, Simone. However, please go over to my YouTube channel, which is just Kia, K-E-A, Facebook. Simone, S-I-M-O-N-E. And um, with that, you can um, subscribe, hit the notification bells, and you can just see all my work or see when I go live. Um, my book is on Barnes and & Noble and Amazon. When you go on there, you have to make sure you type in From Pain to Love by Kia Simone because someone else just dropped a book, From Pain to Love, but this has another subtitle. Oh, wow. He's so, wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. Never thought about somebody might put the same title that you might come up with. Yeah. So hers is, I think it's about um, it's some um, becoming a lesbian. So I want y'all to get the book, uh, the wrong book. Oh, okay. That's not me. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> well, I, your final thoughts? Like I just thank here? you for having me on, you know, um, you know, just the, that you, I feel honored that you even asked me, you know, cause you didn't have to ask me, but you did. And, you know, you followed up. So that's just my final thoughts and don't, you know, have me again. I'll, you know, sh- reach out to you so you can be on my show again. We can all help each other. Like I said, I will be more than happy to come on again. If you have another topic that you want to discuss. Oh yeah, I we're gonna go to deep in the relationship. I'm gonna have a relationship episode on the Saturday. Okay, you know, relationships. Yeah. I love to talk about them. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's gonna be interesting. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. At least about three, four people. I'm for it. That's what my family says. She likes to talk. I'm like, shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> now, in fact, before this month end, I'm gonna do the first episode of the Saturday show. Okay, awesome. Well. <laughs> You know, keep me posted. Keep me kind of posted with it. Okay. Well, I definitely thank you for being a guest. Author Kia Simone, book From Pain to Love. Go get it. Check her out on YouTube. She's an awesome individual. And she had you laugh because the way she tells stories is hilarious and cool at the same time. Thank you. <laughs> and I'm going to play the outro and then it'll hang up. Okay, awesome. All right. Oh, that didn't, that wasn't supposed to happen. <laughs> we got we got the wrong thing going on for the moment with the with the music aspect. It takes a second. All right, here we go. <laughs> Detroit raised me. Detroit raised me.